We gotta fix ourselves, girl. <laughs> Welcome to Mia J's toolbox. It's time to glow up. We growing and glowing and working on us. Mia J's toolbox got tools just for us. We going higher and higher. We going higher. We growing and glowing and working on us. Mia J's toolbox got tools to help us. That they need to grow and glow Let your sparkle be your shine Hey Tiffany Hi How are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I am so good So guys, welcome to another episode To Mia J's Toolbox I know we missed an episode last week um, Due to COVID-19 um, and not being able to go into the studio to record, but thanks to Anchor, which I've said in a previous um, recording, it's a platform that allows you to self-record and to edit and virtually invite your friends to come onto your show. And so I'm so thankful that this um, platform exists because it makes the the recording process easy. It makes the the episodes be able to still go on despite the times and so i'm super excited to be able to invite tiffany onto this show and to just give you a little bit of background on who tiffany is and why i decided to invite her um tiffany is a very passionate first grade educator she is also a future mama. She does not have any kids. She could be considered an honorary mama as well because <laughs> she cares for so many of her babies at school. But she's a first grade educator in Detroit, Michigan. And she's certified to teach K through five in all subjects, as well as sixth through eighth grade in English and language arts. Um, but her specialty um, would totally be kindergarten and first grade. And so I'm excited to have her on as a literacy advocate and because she loves to read and teach, she has an Instagram, social media, where she reads to the kids and she shows parents different things that you can do in terms of learning activities that you can do, making it fun. I mean, it's just so cute and I really, really love it. And my kids, before they go to bed, I will pull up Tiffany and let them hear one of her stories and they love it. So I wanted to share her with you guys and let her just give some insight as we are transitioning in this period and trying to become mamas slash teachers slash babysitters slash <laughs> chefs, all that. You know, I'm trying to make this a little bit easier. So I have Tiffany on. Hey, Tiff. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, it's an honor and I, I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to, you know, use this platform as well to talk about a little bit of what I do. And um, just being at home, you know, having that opportunity to help any um, parents and mothers any way that I can. So happy to be here. Thank you. I'm happy to have you. And so so for today, we're pretty much going to talk about coping with COVID-19. And I mean, how I'm barely coping just because I think that this, I'm learning day by day the severity. Right. And not to say that. You know, I never thought that this was serious. I knew that it was serious, but I'm one of those, you know, hopeful, you know, like, hey, this stuff is going to blow over. Give it about a week. Like, mm -hmm. I think that I was too optimistic thinking that it wasn't going to 
be as impactful as, as it has. Um, I don't know. I thought that this is America. We, you know, thinking we got something under control. I don't know what I was actually thinking, guys. And I'm kind of ashamed to say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying because I almost feel like I was being very naive. And then when it finally, I had a friend and she's from Toronto and she was just like oh like probably about three weeks ago she's like did you go stock up on food did you do this did you do that and I'm like uh I don't think it's gonna be that serious meanwhile I was I was a little bit saved by the bill because I go and I go shopping anyways and because I hadn't been cooking in the house like I should have been in the first place I had plenty of food already stocked up right right <laughs> So I didn't probably have to just go too, too crazy because I had plenty food like that needed to be cooked anyhow. But she was just so ahead and she was like, you know, when SARS and Ebola and bird flu all came about, Toronto <clears throat> locked down. And so for me, I'm like, maybe that's the thing that they do in Toronto. We've never done that. Mm -hmm. It's always blown over. So, you know, I, <laughs> all right, girl, y'all, I'm not one of them people that go out and, you know, believe all the hype. But it's kind of like now I'm at this point where I'm like kicking myself just because I'm like you cannot like now that I have children and now that I'm older and just just to be responsible you know it's like you can't just think everything is like some conspiracy overboard type of thing so that's kind of where I I had to graduate from and realize that this is super serious and yeah like let me adjust really really quickly so i don't know how did you take everything as it was unfolding tiffany so for me when it first came about um i want to say maybe about a month ago is when i kind of started to feel a little bit uneasy um and i was kind of like okay well you know we've had different viruses and things to hit before but it was just i had this eerie feeling about this one for some reason it just felt like like it was just gonna be a little bit bigger did i think it was gonna be to this extent absolutely not um and it wasn't until i think it got really serious for me and for a lot of people when they shut the nba down and shortly after that they closed schools and so at that point it was really like, okay, this is for real. Like, and you know, you see all the jokes and the different things on social media and everything, but um, within the last week, you know, it started hitting closer to home. And so when it gets to the point of like, okay, well, there's people that you know of, or just people that you know personally, or that you work with, or that you've been around that have this virus. And then, you know, just knowing people who have lost loved ones, although I have not, um, it's just, it's still, it's really scary. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, having to just keep yourself calm and just positive. And, you know, I know we're all in the house and being in the house is fine with me. You know, I, I don't really have any issues with staying home. I'm a homebody, but it's still just really <laughs> just kind of, kind of nerve wracking, you know, and just this day to day, you know, the numbers are increasing. So I mean, I've been okay, but you know, from the beginning, it was it was something that made me nervous, and now it's like I'm just I want I'm wanting it to to calm down and get better, but it's like you know it's got to get worse before it gets better. It see it see right. So I'm just praying, you know, that this can pass over, you know, soon. But yeah, right. 
And you know what? I think your timing. So I'm probably off. I feel like I can't keep up with the days. Like it's today, Friday or Sunday. Like I don't even know anymore. Right. <laughs> Almost one of those type of things. Yeah. But it was around the time when um, when the NBA shut down. Um, and then like it was tours getting like canceled or all mm -hmm. of that type of stuff was like, wait a minute. So that's at that point, anytime before that point, you know, I was still like, oh, my kids can go to school. Like my friend, she was ahead of that probably about two weeks, like right. two weeks before the, all of that happened. This is where she was telling me like, oh, go and get stuff. And she was stocking up and she had pulled her kids out of school probably a week before people started. Like, I mean, it became like mandatory the kids weren't going back to school right so i was like i i wasn't there then she when i finally came on board she was like yeah i knew that you was thinking i was a little <laughs> crazy and i was like i just never seen this before this is this is like some freakazoid type of stuff to me yeah right now. it now, is like, it's like a movie it's like a movie and then i ended up watching contagion and i don't know if that helped me or like really like that just aided to my like paranoia or my anxiety because I was like wait a minute are we in this like is this movie like some like they foreshadowed this like they were kind of just trying to get us to prepare like look yeah trying to drop a hint like I don't know because I really feel like that's where we are kind of you know so. I said I was gonna watch that but I think I've been kind of nervous about it but I'm gonna check it out <laughs> and if you got a bay watch it with bay so when you still <laughs> I'm telling you, because I don't think I could have watched it by myself. Like, I literally, I mean, it wasn't a scary movie, but I think because it it relates to now so much that it that's what made it scary. Right. The reality of it made it scary for me. And I was just like, well, we going to sleep. Just hold me. <laughs> right. <laughs> just never know how tomorrow may turn out. Right. So that's kind of how it was for me. But um, I can just say overall, I have been struggling with just just transitioning from where like I just got into this comfortable place of like okay I found a routine that works like I would say probably when Trey started kindergarten right mm -hmm. um it, it forced me to really find a routine because prior to that girl he was going to school but I mean it was like uh, a, a pricey daycare you know like mm -hmm. he didn't have to be there so if it was if I wanted to be out of town just I could just really do a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do and then once he started kindergarten and he had to be there it forced and he had to be there by a certain time and just all of the different things that involves like real big boy school mm -hmm. it it forced me to really find a routine it forced me to like get a schedule in place it forced me to find my rhythm right, right. And it took me probably about six months within his into his school. I would say maybe five or four to six months within to, into his school year to really, really get that rhythm down packed, right? Mm -hmm. To where I can start adding new things to it. So like the podcast, like doing things where it's like while they're at school, really, really like being productive during those hours so I could once, you know, they got home, then I was engaged with them because I would always say like that. Once I get home, every it, it's, it's home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I cannot be working. I can't be too consumed with other things, social media. Like, I got to be all hands on deck for them. So now that they're here with me from sunup to sundown and they're getting restless being home and they're like, can we just have company? And just, I mean, it's just like they're getting like so annoyed with just being here right? right and so then we're staying up later like we do not people are like have a schedule have a schedule like 
go to bed a certain time it's so i have not that's been kind of impossible it's like mm-hmm. i get so annoyed i will put them to sleep at 5 p.m <laughs> <laughs> like because 12 like they probably getting up so much later because every like they're sleeping in then we're staying up later we're playing games baking cupcakes at 8 p.m just because they're like can we really like you know bake cu- cupcakes and you probably like do that stuff earlier but it's like i promise you the house the day just grows yeah. and you know you about to be here it's yeah like, <laughs> i probably don't even feel like i'm probably you know just like look let's just chill out i just got the cooking lunch i just want to sit down and chill i don't want to bake no cake right. right but it's just like everything just rolls so kind of it's just rolling and i like I don't know if it's just because it's the first kind of week or two that it's just kind of rolling out to get adjusted to. But I do know I need to find some sort of schedule or balance with that. Because, man, it's just all over the place. It's like a circus. Yeah. I I definitely suggested, like, to my students' parents to have them on a schedule. Only because when um, kids are in school... And they're used to a routine. So like Monday through Friday, they're getting up in the morning, getting together, getting dressed, coming to school. And when they get to school, it's all scheduled and routine. So everything is, you know, um, set up to be a certain way each day. And so they know like, okay, on Mondays we have music and, you know, whatever the schedule is. And whenever like we're in school and we get off that schedule like if there's an assembly or there's just something going on and it just kind of causes interruption in the schedule i'm like okay the kids are being weird like what's going on and i realized (laughs) after teaching for some time like whenever we're not on schedule the kids just get really weird like they're off and so um i can only imagine like you know this being something so drastic for them to have to just be at home and they're still trying to wrap their mind around what's happening you know and like why are we at home like okay they understand like all right there's a virus that's out but like to miss school for this long amount of time is like really serious and so I think you know it's good to have a schedule with them and you know they're not just running around all day or just too much screen time because I mean, and, and don't get me wrong by all means if there's a day where you're just like look they gonna be on the screen time today they gonna be on the tablets or whatever I need a break I need a mommy break then you know absolutely fine but I just offered it as a suggestion just to kind of help keep them in a routine to help make things as normal as possible for them because that's what they're right. used to right and I definitely I agree that's where I'm trying to get to and I can say with his school kind of having a schedule in place like he needs to be on um, like two days out the week he has to or really three days out of the week he has to go on and and like do a zoom type of conference with his class and so that does like we'll get up and do the school work but even that I'm like this is a lot of work like I have him in an extracurricular program called Kumon Mm -hmm and he does school and they have this packet and then he has these kumon packets to do and it's just like he like when we're doing it he's like i'm tired of doing this i'm like well i mean when y'all are at school like how is this stuff spaced out because (laughs) i mean like this is the same stuff y'all would do at school and i would just sit down like okay it's the morning time let's just knock it out right and he's so burnt out he doesn't feel like it it's like oh my like it that part right there when he's like i don't wanna and 
uh, like he's just whining about it, doing it. It 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 just burns me out. Like, look, let's get this done and then just get out of my face for a minute, cause it does it should not take all of that. Like, why can't you just do it? And it's easy stuff that I know you can right. do. But he's like, it's just so much work. Yeah. And so I don't know if I'm not spacing it out enough. You know, like. Right. Well, or, you know what? I think it's it's gonna be an adjustment for kids because they're not used to being at home doing this kind of work and. I've been hearing a lot of different things, um, you know, depending on locations and districts and things. And unfortunately, my district um, is not requiring students to have any, like submit any work online or, you know, we're not required to do Zoom and whatnot, which is why I'm kind of actually going a little bit above and beyond trying to reach out to my students because um you know they just don't have that access to you know the technology and you know there's some households who might not have wi-fi or they don't have computers you know for all of their children and things like that but you know i kind of look at it like okay it's great to keep your kids engaged in the learning but you don't want to overwhelm them and so yes it's okay for them to take a break and so if you're like all right we're going to do this portion of the packet or this portion of the assignment you know first and then we're going to take a brain break and maybe we'll do some go noodle exercises or activities and then have a snack or whatever and then let's get back to it because sometimes, you know, if it's going over an hour, like children, especially younger children, like their attention span can be really short. And so, you know, and then they're at home, so they already like chilling, they comfortable, they might be in APJs, they like, you know, they, they already don't have that environment, you know, school is school. So when you're in that school environment, you're like, okay, I know what I'm here to do. So I'm getting it done. But, you know, being at home is already a challenge. So. But yeah, I say, you know, get some of it done, take a break, give them a break, and then, you know, get back to it. And if you have a schedule kind of set up, like, all right, you know, we're going to do this. And, you know, obviously, you're not going to always be able to stick to the schedule, you know, perfectly. But just make sure you um, incorporate some breaks for them, some time to get up and move around and, you know, just to take a break from it for a moment before they get back to it. Gotcha. And you did mention Go Noodle, right? Yeah. So we that is one of the apps that they asked us to download. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I guess it's like a YouTube kids or something. Or like, how, how should I be able to utilize that? Like when I pick up Go Noodle and I want them to get energy out, like what should I type in? So it could be like, oh, that makes sense. So actually Go Noodle has some categories on there. So if you um, need some ideas for like actual activities, they have categories. And so let's say, for instance, you want to get them up and moving. They have categories like, um, let's see, guided dance. They have stretching. They have like call and repeat. My favorite ones were call and repeat um, activities we used to do in my classroom. Um, and it would be like the people on the Go Noodle, they'll do like, they'll say something and the kids have to repeat it and they might do a movement and they have to copy that movement as well. They have like indoor recess things. And then let's say you're like, all right, y'all doing too much. I need you guys to calm down. They have a lot of mindfulness videos too. So they have like yoga type videos. They have really, really great breathing um, exercises that you can do as well, like rainbow breath or bunny breath um, that just kind of gives them a creative way to 
take control of their breathing. So it's a lot of great things on there. They even have like educational things too, or like guided dance where they'll teach them how to do the woe or, you know, whatever latest dance moves are out now too. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Cause I mean, they definitely have it. Um, or they definitely had it on their sheet, like download this app. Um, they also had ABCia on there, abcia.com, which I'm really, really yes. liking. Um, it's not free, but I just subscribed to it just because they had like a 30 day promotion mm -hmm. on there. And so I really have been liking the games. Like they, like the kids have been liking them. That's why I like them. Um, ABC Mouse, they'll get off of it quicker. And it was like just, a, I think it was, and Epic Reads was the mm -hmm. other one that I have really been liking because, you know, they have to read these books. You can do an audio book. You can do a playback. Like you can um, have them to read to you, right. read along. And they'll, act, they'll have little mini quizzes at the end. So those I, I have been getting familiar with, but the Go Noodle one, I was <laughs> like, this is just like YouTube Kids. So, I mean, I know how to use YouTube Kids. I've already put all of the, like, what I will allow them to watch or what I won't. Um, into the YouTube kit preferences. So I just didn't even play with it enough to know, you know, what what it really did. So I guess with that being said, do you have any other good apps or good resources that you know of that you would like to leave people with? Sure. Um, well, of course, YouTube is always really great. But um, I mentioned on one of my social media accounts about um, The Measured Mom. It's themeasuredmom.com. So if you have access to a printer, that's really great too, because a lot of things that are on there can be printed out. Um, there's a lot of great worksheets, but there's also a lot of more so hands-on type things that she has on her site. Mm -hmm. And if you can go on there, like if you don't have a printer, there's still a lot of activities that she provides on there that doesn't require you printing anything, but you can use things that you have accessible at home. Um, mostly for K through two, or I would say K through grade three. Um, there's a lot of great resources and they're free. Um, as far as kids' websites, I love starfall.com. Um, that's a free website and it allows students to, like they actually have books on there too, but it has a lot of um, work with the pre-reading skills. So they're kind of learning how to read. And then it has like activities for like when they actually know how to read um what else is free I think I have a list and I can provide you with the list Mia too if you want to um attach it with the podcast but um I can leave a, a a lot more websites you know um listed in the notes too so oh that's perfect and what I'll also do I want to make sure let them know your um social media handle for your teaching and your um for your teaching yes yeah, so my teaching account on instagram is first class educator so that's f-i-r-s-t-c-l-a-s-s-e-d-u-c-a-t-o-r and that's on instagram and y'all, I would definitely say to follow that account. If you have small children, follow that account because she does so many dope things. I mean, 
she let me tell y'all so while i like her reading y'all know i love music attached <laughs> podcasts right but imagine music like some cool like hip-hop got a nice feel beat right to reading so that's what she does for children like reading children's books right and i think that's so dope uh, my kids like it she be on beat and everything and i'm gonna try to post some more too because um i've been getting a lot of good feedback and i actually i had started doing it right before this whole pandemic and um because i was like you know a lot of kids don't have the opportunity to hear bedtime stories at home you know parents are working late at night or you know there's a lot of different things going on maybe they don't have books or they don't have someone to read to them so i wanted to make sure that they had someone to listen to if, when they wanted to hear a bedtime story so i posted it on my class dojo which is an app um i know a lot of parents are probably familiar with it because their teachers might have it but it helps me keep in contact with my families of my students and i can post pictures and videos and different things so yeah so i started with that and a lot of people were like my principal was like you should do this every week and i'm like oh it's a lot but now that you know we have yeah. that extra time i do plan on um doing it a lot more and just you know reading more books and you know, allowing the, the kids to see me, you know, digitally since they aren't able to see me in person. But yes, follow me, please. And I'll try to put some more resources and do more read alouds on the um, on my page too. Right, and no pressure, cause I know how it is coming up with content and being consistent with it. Man, the, the type <laughs> of pressure you may yeah. feel, this may be like, man, that's a lot, but we do have yeah. some time. My time is limited, y'all. These kids, see, I wish. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say I wish like that because I love my yeah. little rascals. But uh, <laughs> but I promise, like, I just haven't none. I can remember back when I was, like, just graduated from college. And um, I used to have, like, I remember what my weekend used to look like. Like, I would come home, no work. I would, like, light candles and clean up and play music. And yeah. it was just me. Like, I can remember that. Like, I just hold on to that memory. Like, oh, I remember. And then I would cook, like, a dope mm -hmm. meal or something or go out. Like, it was just, well, you can't go out now. It wouldn't even matter. But I was such, I'm, I'm a homebody nat naturally anyways. I just think that being a homebody with little, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make it as cool mm -hmm. or whatever sometimes, but... I'm getting through it. So, um, but yeah, I, I, we appreciate, I think everybody will appreciate whatever you do provide because it's so necessary. Like having those resources, especially free ones. I mean, we, us parents, we are going to appreciate it and we're probably going to utilize it and implement it and be like, yes, I love the first class <laughs> educator. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for doing that to really. And that just pretty much wraps up this session. Um, I mean, it's been really, really great talking to her. She's enlightened me a lot, um, which she's done on a couple of other conversations as well. But this has been very enlightening to me and I'm looking forward to next week getting started to try to implement some yeah. new things. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about that. And if I could just like have some takeaways to give and have um, Tiffany to provide some takeaways, and this is like me not just trying to tell you what to do because I figured it out because y'all, I, I don't have everything figured out. Like I'm figuring it out it right now as well. And so if I had to say something to myself and say it to you as well, I would really just tell myself and everyone, all of my sisters, first to just breathe and pray mm -hmm. through this time. 
this time of uncertainty and just ask God for clarity, for direction, for protection, for peace, all of that during this time, because it's, it's a really peculiar time right now. Um, I would definitely say create a routine, talking to myself <laughs> loudly on a microphone, okay? Create a routine, sis. <laughs> um, so that's one thing that I'm gonna be working on, you know, to just create a routine and to be able to really come up with a schedule that really works for the harmony within my family. Like what we got going on, how we move, our rhythm, like figure out, like kind of assess what we've been doing and see how I can put a, a plan in place to kind of, you know, mm -hmm. emulate that. Um, and then I would just say, just really enjoy and value and be thankful for having breath, having yes. life, you know what I'm saying, having family, just even being able to be here to witness what is all going on because we do know that, you know, this That's too true. shall pass, but as we're going through it, it's always gonna be a collateral beauty that exists. Um, and we just need to be able to identify that and be grateful and appreciate, appreciative of that because that's, I mean, hey, it's life, you know, it's, it's just it's having cycles within life. That's just a part of life. And so let's just appreciate what we do have, all the things that we do have and be thankful. And yeah, that's what I would say. Just be reminded of those three things. And what about you, Tiff? What would you like to Yeah, so I agree takeaways? with you, you know, breathing and praying during this time is definitely important. And I would just say to parents out there that, you know, if you seem overly worried about things, your children's anxiety can also rise. So it's really important to just kind of stay calm and informative and just to speak positively because children feed off your energy. And so, you know, count your blessings, keep the positive True. vibes flowing. And then most importantly, like don't stress out trying to be the teacher, you know, but more so be a parent and a loving support during this time of uncertainty and just know that like there's learning opportunities all around us and it doesn't always have to take form of like worksheets or computer lessons like this is a great time to teach your children about money you guys can take virtual field trips you can make crafts practice yoga you know write letters to family members and put them in the mail play some board games you know there's so many different things to do i mean even just cooking with your children like that's reading recipes that's fractions right. and counting and science concepts so you know don't stress about trying to do all this teaching and you know homeschooling but just focus in on supporting your children and loving on them and just being a great parent because this is a really scary time for them as well and we want to make sure that the, the children are they know that they're safe and that everything is going to be okay so i would say you know just keep it calm and keep positive vibes going Yes, keep positive vibes because in the words of Trey, this disease, <laughs> he doesn't say disease, this disease oh, is making me mad. Yeah. <laughs> Look, when you get mad, I'm like, yeah. it's okay, right? Because me, I'm not a, I don't, I don't feed much into my anxiety, but he, he getting real frustrated <laughs> with this disease. He's so cute. <laughs> he right. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Like, say it again, say it again, this disease. <laughs> so I hope that made y'all laugh because that that definitely tickles me every time he says it. Um, and I just I, I just wish y'all the best time yes. through this time. So, 
All righty. Well, thank you so much, um, Tiff, for joining me. on. And that wraps up this episode of Me and Jason's Toolbox, Shower Talk Saturdays. And just stay tuned. I will have more conversations regarding coping with COVID-19. Take care, guys. Bye. All righty. <laughs> Bye. And if you like the tips and the tools that you receive by listening today, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you really, really liked what you received today, be sure to rate, review, and tell a sis to tell a sis to listen to Mia J's Toolbox, which is now available on all major platforms. And also follow me on I Am Mia J on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You got this, sis. It's time to glow up.